Hey, everybody. July 1st. Welcome. It's Eric, your co-host of Mano y Mano. Happy Canada Day to everyone. I know that we have mostly Canadian listeners. Got a lot of Americans too, but you know a lot of Canadians, so happy Canada Day to you. Hope you had a great day. Beautiful day here in Vancouver. Hope everybody had a just a, a great day, whether it was out with your families, maybe you're out uh, here in the evening. It's about quarter to 11 my time. So I know there was some fireworks, some big partying going on at the park near here. So happy Canada Day to everyone. It is just myself, another solo edition. It sounds to me like it's going to be the last one until next week on the uh, the 7th. Mike will be back. Um, crossing fingers because uh, definitely missing you, buddy. I know you're taking care of things at home, your own head and and everything. It's not going to be easy going forward. And you know, I, I'm not saying that next week that'll uh, that'll have disappeared. But looking forward to to talking with you about whatever it is that we talk about again. Getting back to talking about everything that we do for this one here. I got a little bit of ranty sort of tone in it. Um, just some things that were popping into my head. Kind of talked about some stuff that came up in some podcast I was listening to, including a new one that I'm, I got my brain in, Bill Burr's. So enjoy, I won't give too much of an intro here, really appreciate all of our listeners who are, uh, who are tuning in, tuning in, this is podcasting, it's not the radio, ha, everyone who's picking this one up, subscribing, love it, would love to get some reviews, so I'm going to add a little something here for everyone that's new, and we'll, we'll give this to you and everyone so that in every podcast episode so you can you can remember but we do have an email address mike and i that we share we'd love to get input and if you shared something and we did uh want to talk about it we'll 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 let you know we'll bring up your name or we'll we'll leave you anonymous you tell us but we do have an email address that you can send us stuff to it's mike eric eric mike at gmail.com so m-i-k-e E-R-I-C-E-R-I-C-M-I-K-E at gmail.com. That we both get that. So it's a it's a it's an email address for the Manu Manu podcast. And uh yeah, so send us send us some feedback, send us some input. We'd love to get it from you. Um you can put a review in one of your favorite podcast places. We will check it. We'll try to we'll try to check the different ones. Um I'm not on Spotify. We're on Spotify. I don't know you can leave one in iHeartRadio. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at comments anywhere to see if anyone's even left one. I don't know that anyone has. But uh, yeah, leave us a comment or you know, send us an email again at Mike Eric Eric Mike at gmail.com. We'll have a, we'll have a, we'll have a read. And uh, if you want to get in there and get super critical on us, we'll probably mention it on a podcast if you want to be super nice to us. Yeah, we'll probably mention that one too. So thanks very much for listening. Enjoy this one. And we will uh, we'll be back next week. Mike will be with us and we'll be back to uh, a full mano y mano. Enjoy. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. So what to talk about today. Got so many things on my mind. Gosh. Been listening to some new podcasts myself. I've been listening to, well, not new ones, but new ones to me. Been listening to Bill Burr's recently. That guy's amazing how he can do a solo one and really keep me entertained. It's probably the stand-up comic in him. I find that pretty amazing. But he's not doing bits. He's not doing something he's built. So it's that off-the-cuff amazing piece. And Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura have a new podcast that I haven't listened to yet. So I'm really looking forward to that one, Two Bears in One Cave. Because they each have their own Bert does one of his um, in his studio in his house, and then Tom Segura does one in his uh, studio in his house. Um, I think they call it Your Mother's House because he does it with Push Pazinski, Christina Pazinski, his wife. 
Uh, they're both pretty good. I listen to Burt's quite a bit, or I have. I binge on them. I binge on different people's podcasts. But the Burt and Tom one, I think it will be fantastic. So I realized that in listening to them, and then I'm going to do a solo one here, that uh, I don't want to, I don't want to obviously do someone else's podcast or something. So, and I'm also really cautious of the fact that, I don't know, is there's this, some weird self-serving narcissistic thing maybe that I'm doing this, um, I'm doing this and that people actually would want to listen to me just speak on my own. That's kind of funny. I'm feeling ranty today, so if if I get a little ranty, um, hopefully you'll enjoy that. I have some thoughts, so we're we're gonna go with that. The first thing that I want to talk about, and um, I know I'm gonna lose some people on this one. I uh, pardon me. Catching it too. There we go. I had to replug in my headphones. Ah, now I can hear myself. Um, is I going to talk about some sports here? NBA. Um, I'm finding myself to be more and more of an NBA fan in the last few years. Um, I know uh, we're in obviously the big hockey world here in Vancouver. I'm not a big hockey fan, if you know me. Um, I enjoy hockey. I'll watch hockey on TV. But um, only if I kind of run into it. Um, obviously, baseball is my absolute most favorite sport. Um, but uh, definitely basketball, um, I'm picking up on. Uh, I love how the game has changed with what Curry has done. Um, Colin Cowherd, somebody I listened to, really nailed it. He's probably the most transformational player ever, ever in the NBA. Um, I'll debate that one with people all day long. But he definitely has. The big man does not exist in the NBA like the big man did. The last one I can really think of of the true big man center was Shaq. Somebody can help me out. Maybe they email me, DM me on uh, Instagram. Put a review here and make a comment about it. But um, Shaq's a real big, big man that I can, like, real full-on... Back them down center that uh, I can think of. Um, it was like superstar, but Steph Curry's moved everything out so far, and he, and he's done that. I mean, obviously with Clay Thompson um, as well on that team, but uh, you know I think he's he's. Uh, the, and when people say he's the most transformational player, that's probably true. But so here we are. Um, we have all these signings in. Um, in the NBA, and I'm going to pull up a few of them. The dollars and cents are just blowing my mind. I mean, I get it that they have these. First of all, they have all this money in the NBA right now. I saw the caps going to $109 million a year per team. Fascinating. I mean, the revenues that they're bringing in are just insane. And, of course, smaller rosters. NBA roster is 15 I should Google that. Let's see. Pardon me. I felt like having a snack, so I'm eating some uh, instant pudding made with whipping cream. If you've, uh, if you're a listener, you've gotten to uh, some of the stuff Amy and I were talking about. I described a uh, a recipe I make for a snack. Anyway, I'm eating some of that right now. Probably not a good idea when you're broadcasting something. All right. Uh, NBA roster. I was looking up how much is an NBA roster. NBA roster number. NBA roster. Thank goodness for the internet here. Yeah, 15 players. 13 can be active each game. So 15 players. You got 109 million. I think that's a number. You have a, a huge, huge number that you know that you're doing. I mean, it's. No, it has to be more than that. What is NBA salary cap for 2019? How much is it? 
109 million. 109 million. So it's a 7.2, seven and a quarter million per player. And they got a lot of guys who are going to make two, three, four. So anyway, some crazy numbers. I know the Supermax that Kevin Durant apparently turned down with the Warriors was $221 million over four years. That's insane. $55 million a year. I mean, look, he's the he's the best player in the NBA. Top three. He's going to be hurt. He's not even going to play next year. They're going to pay him not to play in Brooklyn. That's wild. So they're bringing in Kyrie into Brooklyn. Giving him a bunch of cash. A bunch of fucking cash. And then they're going to bring Kevin Durant and they're going to what? Hedge their bets for the year after? I don't know. I don't buy into the Brooklyn thing. I don't buy into what they're going to do. I think they'll be good. I love uh, Kemba Walker going to Boston. I saw their numbers. Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving's numbers are almost identical when you put the two next to one another over the last number of years. It's um, Here it is. Kemba's 29... Kyrie is 27 points per game in the last 300 games. 23.3 for Kemba and 23.4 for Kyrie. That's fucking unreal that they would be that close for two guys that are basically the same position. They're two years apart. Assists per game, 5.6 each. They have the same assists per game. So Kemba Walker is going into Boston to take over the position for Kyrie, basically. And he's just slotting in basically the same stats. I mean, I don't know... I don't know what their shooting percentages are. That'd be interesting to see. And stills per game. 1.2 for Kemba and 1.3 for Kyrie. Like, these guys are putting up numbers that are basically the same. So... But Kemba Walker is so much better a player for the Boston Celtics in regards to being a teammate and a leader. Kyrie is too moody. And Boston doesn't need that with Jason Tatum and Gordon Hayward. They need someone that's going to come in and have a far better demeanor. And the Warriors are going to be fine. I heard that as well. They're getting D'Angelo Russell. I thought D'Angelo... So I thought, and I'd said this to someone, I actually felt that D'Angelo was going to go to the Lakers. I thought that would happen. That's still good. Warriors could bring in D'Angelo and only keep him for like till the trade deadline and use him as a, as a, as a chip. But you wouldn't want to move him within your own division, never mind your own conference. Not in that way. So, Kawhi to LA. Kawhi to the Lakers. Oh my God. That would be crazy. I think Kawhi Leonard would be a great Laker in this group. With AD and James, Kyle Kuzma. Could you imagine that starting lineup of Kyle Kuzma AD, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. Fuck, you could put anybody else you want on that lineup and you're going to do amazing. You know, no drama from Kawhi. No drama from LeBron James. See, this is that's the sort of thing where if you play that one out right, Kawhi missed 20 games last year. I know, I know he was injured, but I would I would say just do it again. Same thing for James. He's 35, 36, right? Just have him play 60 games, 65 games, 60 games, right? Missed 22. Same as Kawhi, missed 22. 80, same thing. 22, 15 games, something like that. And uh, be fresh. Because look how good Kawhi was in this playoffs. He was fucking fresh. He had his shit together. His mind was clear. 
There's a reason why he put up numbers that were historic. What was it he put up? Total points that were third or second or third in total playoffs. Unbelievable. Oh, excuse me. I need a drink. Diet Dr. Pepper. Fucking love this stuff. So good. Um, yeah, so these numbers are being batted around, <clears throat> right? Damian Lillard, Lillard's going to get turn a million over, basically. Um, what are some other numbers? Crazy, crazy numbers. The Kyrie deal is four years, 141. I have to keep pulling the calculator out. What is that? 35 million a year. Unbelievable. So he's going to get that. Durant is getting around 40. What's he getting? Yeah, 41 a year. Four years, 164. Right? Tobias Harris and Finley's getting 180 over five. Fuck, I got to get the calculator again. Well, suppose I could try to figure it out. But 36, nobody wants to hear my hamster uh, come to a grinding, grinding halt. I don't know. In the East, without Kawhi, Toronto, they'll be a contender. But they won't... Uh, not with the, not with what Philly and Boston look like. That's there's your Eastern Conference matchup, Eastern Conference final matchup, Boston and Philly. Mm. That would be a fucking amazing final or even Eastern Conference final. So good. Watch Boston go there, and then Boston go to the finals. Yes. See my team go to the finals again. I would love that. So all this money getting bantered around makes me think of one of the things that Burr, I listened to Burr talk about, and he was talking on something that I had been thinking about for a little bit, and it was actually something I, I... when I was listening to, there's two episodes he had. He t- he railed off on taxes on individuals, and look, I you know, generally speaking, we up here don't have so for you American listeners, those who are uh, Mike's, um, sort of found us through Mike. Um, this might uh, hit you a little a little more home with the the politics of your nation. You know, we tend to up here kind of watch from afar, enjoy things a little bit, but um, it's a little more of a show. But, you know, this this whole taxing a personal individual. So what was it proposed Some a bit ago? You would tax an individual of their income, individual income, and pardon me for not knowing the exact details on individual income, now it's defined, I doubt it's like capital gains. But an individual's income north of 10 million is 70%, which is fucking nuts. Pardon my life. We're getting some bad potty mouth in this. That is crazy. That you would take an individual and you would say to that person, so what's the tax? What's your tax? What's your I realized tax rate up to nine million is fifty percent, give or take, which is crazy. But at that point you're gonna take seventy percent. So these guys, these NBA guys are gonna make thirty five, thirty six, thirty four million dollars a year. They're telling these guys that on if you're making thirty five million a year. They're telling them that 70% of 25 million of that income they have to pay to the government. I don't know what these guys pay when it comes to 
fees to agents and etc. But I'm willing to bet that for so let's look at 35 million. I can't remember who it was I said that was making 35. So that means that that person right on the first, you know, 10 million they're paying 5 million and on the 25 million they're paying 17 and a half. So we're going to tell those people. We're going to tell those people that they have to take 22 and a half million of the 35 million that they earned. 22 and a half of 35. We're telling them, well, we're not. Some people in the U.S., are saying to those people that they should take that money and pay it to taxes. It's fucking insane. Look, I'm not saying that any person that plays basketball or baseball or something is should be making more than a teacher. I don't want to get into that debate. That's just a it's just such a stupid thing to start talking about. The fact is, there's these things out there. There's these jobs out here, they're a job that pay obscene amounts of money. I was not lucky enough to 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 get the skills to be able to become a professional baseball player or a professional, you know, the at the at the major league level or a professional hockey player at the at the at the at the at the, yeah, at the NHL. That one slipped my mind for a second. At the NHL level, I wasn't, you know, any of those things. But I'm not holding it against those individuals that the money's out there to be made and that they shouldn't make it. I, I don't hold that. Drives me nuts when people go, ah, nobody playing a sport's worth that money. Shut your mouth. That's such a dumb argument. Half these people that say that stuff watch stuff on TV. They watch it. They follow it. They buy a hat. They buy a shirt. Shut up. It's out there. There's lots of money out there. But the fact that someone would say that those people... Now, look, I'm not saying shouldn't pay your fair share. And I'm not saying that when you're a higher earner, shouldn't pay a little bit more. You know, there's all the reasons. and For sure, we need to take care of people. And, you know, look, I'm all for paying taxes. I love being able to go out in my car and drive on a road. It works. It's in good shape. It doesn't have potholes and is maintained. And I love being able to go down the street and have a working intersection with a light that works correctly so I don't run into people. And I know where all that comes from. It comes from my tax dollars. It comes from the money that I put into the system to ensure all that shit works for me and for everyone else. I love that last night, when, when, uh, when my mother-in-law, who broke her ankle, oh my God, I hope you're doing okay. Um, when she broke her ankle in my house, chasing my son around, that the paramedics were able to come. I'm able to pick up the phone. There's a system where people answer it, and in a relatively short amount of time, people show up at my house, and they take her out. It's all fantastic. I, of course, do not like the corruption and the mismanagement and the bureaucracy that messes around with my tax dollars, my tax dollars, your tax dollars, and puts it in the wrong place, and people misspend it, or SNC-Lavalin, here's for the Canadian folks, you know, that stuff, don't get me going on Trudeau. SNC-Lavalin has gone back a long time before the Liberal government. He's just a dummy with it right now. I'm not even going to get started on that story. That's not for today. Um, you know, but, but Burr was making such a great point. You know, these people, you know, that, that, that work their asses off and they're making an income of, and actually don't go and they make all this money. So an athlete... 
somebody that you know starts i think he had said like dollar shave club you know these sort of pop up you know wonder stories of uh businesses you know what is what does apple pay in taxes uh i i've heard that they don't pay any wouldn't be surprised what is uh what are the oil co- what does exxon mobil pay I bet you if I Googled that, what did Exxon Mobil pay in U.S. taxes in 2018? What does Google tell me? What did that? Oh, here we go. Mobile 2017. Okay, so we're not going to go back as far. I'm not going to go back as far, but we're going to find it's 2017. So it's not 18. 2017. What America's biggest companies pay in taxes? This is on Forbes. So this is a reputable source, right? We're good with Forbes? Oops. Okay. No. Okay. Let's have a look here. Well, yeah, as the way companies say it, they already paid too much. Of course they say that. Of course they do. What is this stupid ad popping up on here? Why is it blocking up? Let's have a look. Well, like so many things on the internet, it's impossible to try to find this. So somebody's making some money on some ads here. American companies suffer one of the highest federal tax rates at 35 percent no surprise that they've moved profitable operations overseas to lower tax domains like ireland well i know that where the corporate rate is 15 percent, but that's the point right u.s companies have stashed an estimated two trillion dollars in cash overseas right they can't bring it back home without uncle uncle sam taking a piece well that's the point we get it they have highest federal tax rates at 35 percent, but none of them are paying that because they all know how to hide it they have a gang of lawyers that helps them make sure that they are not paying that. Right? Berkshire Hathaway paid $9.2 billion in taxes on $223 billion in revenues. Wow. That ain't so bad. Walmart, $6.2 billion in taxes. On $485 billion in revenues. Well, that is pretty uh, pretty well done there, Walmart. Apple. Oh, they, uh, they, got, they got demolished here. $15.8 billion on $217 billion in sales. Walmart's got better lawyers, accountants. What? ExxonMobil. Good for them. They made money from the government. They... Got a refund of four hundred million on their two hundred billion dollars. Well, good for you, Exxon Mobil. That's a uh, that's pretty well done. Anyway, we got the idea. The fuckers are paying their fair share. Yeah, and I know, I know what people are gonna say. But they create jobs, and all these people who have jobs pay taxes. And, they put back into areas that they are in, whether it's in Texas with Exxon or Walmart is fucking everywhere. Yeah, well, they're paying everyone minimum wage and they're paying everyone no benefits when they can and all that. So, you know, you know, it's all the things that Walmart we could be uh, made argument that they're actually more of a burden on the system than they are a... Uh, a pro to the system. I don't know how much I want to rant more on this one. I probably could. I probably could. I don't know if I should. It is a. It is an interesting topic. We're talking about that and companies. Apple. Interesting. I was talking with somebody the other day about Apple, and I said, "There's one thing that Apple has." And one of the reasons I stick with them or have now is security. 
I don't know. If you if you know the product, if you understand what they're up to, and I know they're up to nothing that much different than the other companies, but I do know that they are a stickler for security with their devices. And I know I took it off and things changed. Sorry, I should be clear about what I took off. I took off Google Maps. I had Google Maps on my iPhone and I would use it once in a while when I was driving around. So I took it off. I heard that Google Maps um, was one of the biggest places where one of the biggest apps or revenue sources that uh, Alphabet, Google's parent company, or Google, was was using to sell information uh, after their two other biggest search engines, and that is obviously the Google main page and YouTube, which, by the way, I just learned um, a month or two ago, maybe, very recently, the number two search engine in the world is YouTube, which means Google owns that, and that means it's you know number one and number two biggest search engines in the world. And then somewhere in there, Google Maps is also one of the biggest search engines um, in that people use it a significant amount. So I took off Google Maps. You know the whole, we think that our phones are listening to us or all of our data is being sold. And that's why on your Instagram or your Facebook or whatever, you're constantly getting ads of things. You're like, I just thought about that. Or I searched that five minutes ago, and now I'm getting ads to go buy that. Well, we all know how that works. None of this stuff is free. Gmail's not free. Um, all our Google searching isn't free. Those fuckers are taking all that information we have and they're selling it. And if you think if you if you're not aware of that, well, now you are. I just told you. If you're not aware to the extent, do a little bit of searching, you'll find. Um, they sell it every opportunity they get. Apparently, Google Maps is one of the biggest ones for that. I've definitely found that those sort of things have not happened for me as much as they used to since I got rid of Google Maps. And apparently, that's why Apple Maps is not the same quality that Google Maps is. You'll hear people say that. I would agree. But it's good enough. Gets me where I want to go. Keeps me away from traffic. Has traffic updates. Or at least, you know, like in the morning when I'm commuting. Gives me a little red line to know there's more traffic there than usual. Or it's heavy traffic, I guess. But definitely, there's no question. The amount of sort of those, especially like geolocated ads. Because, you know, now that I'm, I'm driving around different areas of the city... I'll talk about that in a second. I have a new job uh, with the same company. Um, I definitely get was getting ads. Like when I was in Richmond for the day, pop onto something, and there'd be like sort of local businesses to Richmond. When I was in Vancouver or North Van, those days I get things. So I took off Google Maps. I was, dri- was driving me nuts. And lo and behold, it stopped on my Instagram and um, et cetera. So that one is a bit kind of nice. So if you don't believe me, take off Google Maps. If you have an iPhone, you obviously have your built-in, you have your built-in Apple Maps. If you have an Android, sucks to be you. Um, But I think, what can you get? Waze? I had that for a little bit. I didn't like it. Um, this is tremendous though this vanilla concoction I'm eating yeah so Apple huge on security for me that's um, that's a selling point to stay with their products never mind the fact that I I prefer them I'm used to it I mean I haven't really picked up an Android device that 
I started to like try it. My mom has a S9. Mom, if you listen to this, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think even S S9 Plus might be, maybe. S9 Plus, big, I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. And it's not bad. I just don't find it as intuitive to try to find things. Definitely find uh, my iPhone super intuitive. But again, I've had an iPhone... Let's see, two, four, seven years. Hmm. Eight years? No. Something like that. So I should I should know how to use it. I should be fairly comfortable with it. What else is on my mind right now? Hmm. Oh yeah, I just said I have a new job. So took on a new role with the company I'm with and I have um, supply chain for the lower mainland region. It's pretty fun. I get to go to a different office every day. I've committed myself to that. Um, I have sort of my home office if I wanted to call it that in Port Coquitlam so it's very close. Um, got a great new manager. My last manager was fantastic. My last two managers, actually all the managers I've had since I've worked at this company, have been really good. But my last two were, were fantastic and it was a, a bit bittersweet to leave the the business unit. But in my desire to learn about other areas of the business, onwards and upwards, well, onwards at least, wasn't an upwards move, but lateral to a regional role. So it's exciting. Got a good group around me, so I'm learning, learning a lot. Learning a lot. I'm sure nobody's uh, that particularly interested in my job. Well, maybe you are. Yeah, you're listening to this, so you're interested in in my my musings and my thoughts. I'll go back to the whole income thing. I find it fascinating that anyone would even propose and and if you disagree with my thought and agree with the thing I'm railing against and that is that anyone at any marginal part of their income north of 10 million north of 15 million north of 5 million it doesn't matter if you believe that someone should pay 70 fucking percent of what they bring in. I give you a dollar, you're going to give 70 cents of that to the government. And again, north of 10 million was the thing. I failed to see how that robbery, that fucking theft, is something that you or, or, or that anyone would think is okay it's fucking theft that is look let's not forget that once you pay your income tax you're still getting taxed on that other 30 percent so dude makes so what did i say a 35 million dollar athlete in a year is going to pay 22 and a half million dollars in taxes okay he is not hard done by, and I get that. He's going to walk home with his, right, $12.5 million, right? So 12.5 of 35. Oh, even just saying that is just painful. You would have that much taken. So that person takes that $12.5 million and and look, you, nobody's poo-pooing on those people that, that that's not an obscene amount of money, but he's going to pay, what are they paying their agents? I don't know. What is a typical, typical sports agent commission? Oh yeah, first one, let's find this. So a sport urgent agent, urgent, a sports agent earns between four and 10% of an athlete's playing contract. Though some leagues place limits 
on what a percentage an agent can charge. Hmm. NFL says an agent can't receive more than 3%. Um, okay, well then let's go NBA, because we were talking about NBA. NBA agent commission. All right, so an NBA agent can't take more than 4%. Eh, that's not too bad. But that's on the total amount. So, Kevin Durant, whose amount was $36 million. 36? I think it was, let's just say 35. And we're just going to say whatever. So that is on that total amount. So 35 million a year times, right? 35 million times 0. 0.04. 1.4. So already off that 12 and a half million, he's going to, the person's going to have to pay but one and a half million. They have to pay about one and a half million on the total amount, not the amount at the end. So now they're down to 11 million. And then they're going to have things like a big giant house that they're going to pay taxes on. And that doesn't, you know, they're paying taxes everywhere. By the time that that individual gets down to what they have is disposable from that, the percentage that they have is compared to a Joe who you know, has 20% or, you know, whatever. An income tax. And never mind that. You know, there's these CEOs of these big companies who make most of their money in ways that are not straight income. So they're getting stock options. They're getting a lot of things where they're either paying a lesser marginal or lesser realized tax rate because of things like capital gains, etc. Or they're deferring it in different tax ways. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross that those are not who are the people that we're going after or that people that want to see. And it's corporations. You know, I got into that before. Corporations are the ones that are fucking around the everyday person. And they're the ones who lobby and have the money to lobby the most. Look, these NBA players, these NFL players, these Major League Baseball players, you know, the Mike Trouts, the Bryce Hoppers, Harpers who are still making, and they're making that kind of cash, 20, 30, 40, you know, whatever million dollars a year. While they're making a ton of money, they're the ones who are not, they're not lobbying the government for tax changes therefore it's not going to happen in their favor it's these ceos the ones uh the ceo of excellent mobile it's tim cook of apple it's you know i can't even think of another name of a big ceo but those are the ones in you know their companies that are lobbying for things so that so they're getting the biggest benefits out of it and that's why they want to see more of their income come not in, you know, straight cash income, but in stock options and, you know, whatever it is that they're going to get paid so that they pay significantly less. I mean, what did, uh, there's a great little interview with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. I love it. Fucking Warren Buffett. He's so transparent. I pay less taxes as a percentage of my income than my assistant or, you know, whomever that is. And he's like, that's not right. And he's like, until that gets changed, that's one of the biggest problems. Now, he's not going to pay more in taxes than he has to because he's not a dummy. And, you know, you play within the system that you're in. But he's absolutely right. The fact that, you know, what he's paying in taxes because he knows how to play the game and it's all rigged for those individuals. You know, I don't know what his income is in a year. But I heard something like Bill Gates, his income was upwards of $10 billion. And yeah, taxing those individuals, those mega rich people in an appropriate fashion does make a difference. Some people go, would it make a difference? Yeah. Of course, it's going to make a fucking difference. And the other one is, oh, 
And here I'm going to get myself going on this one is in the U.S. I mean, we don't have it up here. Thank God. In the U.S., if you took off 10%, 15% of their military budget, what's their military budget? $500 billion a year, I believe. The U.S. 2018 military military budget military budget of the United States let's have a look military expenditures by country US ooh i was not quite there canada by the way is 20 21.6 billion the US what do we got here Fuck, 648 billion dollars. China, 250 billion. So they are just over a third of the U.S., and yet they are five times the population. Hmm. I love this. The U.S. Department of Defense budget authority is approximately six hundred and ninety-three billion. Of which six hundred and eighty-four nine billion is discretionary. That's awesome. Eight billion is mandatory. The Department of Defense estimates that six hundred and fifty two billion. Why am I saying thousand? Six hundred and fifty two billion will actually be spent. That is unbelievable. And that feels like there's a place they could find some of that money. And they could help out some areas. I don't know. Maybe help out in post-secondary education and training. I'm not saying wipe it out. It'd be awesome. I don't know if there's the money to do that genuinely. You can't just bring down their military budget to zero because, well, that just ain't going to happen. And you can't drop it even in half. There's too much in play that, you know, I don't want to say it's too big to fail. I hate that term. But there's something you can do significantly where you don't need it. So what do you do? You fund significantly more universities and colleges so it's so much cheaper for people to go shouldn't be riddled with and look anyone who's i'm gonna debate this one mike i hope you're listening i think you put some memes up on this one i just realized people shouldn't come out of post-secondary education owing money like they do when it's not necessary i'm not saying that they shouldn't pay for it if there's a need for it, but there's not a need for it. And it's no different than, you know, like why why do we pay for people to go to school until they're 17, 18 years old, till the end of grade 12? Why stop there? If we have the money to do it, we should absolutely fucking do it, where whether the training is an apprenticeship for a trade if somebody wants to go do nails and it's a six-month thing, if somebody wants to go and pursue through an undergrad to a postgrad to a doctoral, we should do everything we can to make those as little a burden financially as possible. If that is zero, we should do that. You know, it's it's. I'm not saying everyone has to go do those things. I'm not saying that... You know, you're leaving high school, you have to go do something. I'm saying if you want to go do it, the burden on an individual should be as little as possible. And that, that shouldn't be at the detriment of other things that we need to take care of, but it should be a fucking way bigger priority than it currently is. And thank God in Canada, you know, you come out of a degree, if you took out student loans on everything your student loan is not going to be 
a quarter of what it could be in the U.S., a fifth. And you're telling me the U.S. has less money to put on or to put in that system than we do? That's not true. So, pardon me. There's a few rants, a few thoughts, a few musings. I don't know that I have any others right now. I feel like I've reached about 45 minutes here. I don't want to go too much further than that. Uh, We've had some long episodes, and I think that the organic sort of discussions between Amy and I in the last couple, and of course Mike and I, which we have a pretty fantastic dynamic, is um, more... um, It was better for a longer discussion than this one. I don't know. Maybe I'll record another one. But it won't go longer than this. Thanks for listening. And just things that were just popping into my mind in the last little bit. And uh, thanks. So we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Today is July 1st. Mike said that he would be back next week. I'm not, uh, not going to put the screws to him, but um, sounds like he's probably ready. Things are still not easy around the house uh, for him and the family. Very understandably. It won't be for a long time. But come back. Um, next week, it'll be on Sunday, because of course, happy Canada Day to everyone again here today. Um, next one will be July 7th next week. We'll drop that for either that night or the morning. Um, that'll be Mike and I, unless some, uh, unless he, uh, unless we would do another solo one or, or, or another guest one, but we'll slay that Mike back then. So really looking forward to that. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll, uh, We'll wish you adieu till then.